Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 29 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. Hello. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble enough. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, Tuesday. Very excited today because, uh, well, Tuesdays we got fish on Friday on Tuesday. So who knows what we're going to get into in the second hour uh, with fish on Friday on Tuesday. Chris Herring, straight up at 10 o'clock. Uh, but before that, we have this is a big get. I don't know. Sometimes you just. You know, you just luck into guests, you no know, question. just like, how do you, you get a PR like, email? Like, people yeah. say, how, how did you get that? Per- like, how right. did you get that person? And on? you have to make sure you, know? you let everybody know, like we got In it advance, first, right? We, we, booked it. This yeah, first. we booked this person, whatever, but, um, uh, third son, Peter is going to join us. Our NBA analyst from, when was that? Two years ago, we relied heavily on uh, son, Peter. I believe it was the summer, the summer yeah, it was, it was ap- after his high school graduation, probably wasn't it? Is it that, or was it the or summer, summer the of summer. his? Because his freshman year at Duke was during the pandemic, right? Yeah, I don't know when we had. Anyway, freshman son Peter. We, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have uh, a number three son Peter on, uh, and uh, and he's gonna join us in the next segment. Then Chris Harrington, and then Fish on Friday, on Tuesday. Listen, we got NBA talked about. Sad to see LeBron's career end last night, weren't you? Oh, I mean, I you it know was, that was. I, I was just Difficult. shocked to hear that he was so walking honest. away. Yes, he's walking away. Yeah, uh, we lost LeBron and Melo on the same, in the same day. Same day, but um, but I have before that. I want to get to the good news, Jeffrey. 
The good news is they got swept. No, the the the, uh, the non NBA good news, which we will get to the NBA good news. But I just had an invitation land in my box that the uh, that harkens for a, a, a glorious days ahead, uh, and that is that there is a announcement tomorrow. There's going to be an announcement tomorrow of the Memphis Tiger Kroger 901 game ticket sales, which means how far away can it be? Right? Like if if they're announcing, and here here's the, here's the particulars, by the way. Uh, University of Memphis and Kroger have teamed up to help fight hunger for this Tiger season opening football game against Bethune Cookman on Saturday, September second. The 901 game presented by Kroger will feature discounted. $10 tickets available to purchase at any Memphis area Kroger store. So that from May 24th to August 18th. So there you go. We're going to have a presser tomorrow announcing this and you're going to be able to start. You're going to be able to start. You're going to have your tickets in your grubby little hands. Well, not in your hands because it's just going to be on your phone, but you can have your, is this not, I mean, we got, we got to wait nine days till the NBA finals begin, right? Correct. But, Shortly thereafter, we're going to have Memphis playing Bethune-Cookman. Jeff, by my math, only 102 days until football. That's fantastic. So that's that's really good news. Only 102 days until football. It is funny. I should say until Tiger football. We'll have football before we'll that. Have football but, yeah, before that's Tiger football. I don't, by the way, mind at all. You people can criticize the schedule. You know what I like on the first game? Wins. I like yeah. I like a I like cupcake. Because in the end, there's no preseason in college. What that a there's no preseason, and b what that first game is about is setting up the grill for the first time, being back out there for the first time, seeing the folks who tailgate next to you who you haven't seen all year, walking back into the stadium feeling like it's that, and it, and then and then you want to walk out happy and be one to know. Yeah, and also, I don't really care about anything else. And let's also be real, Jeff. Everybody needs a dress rehearsal. And like everybody needs game to dress one, like, you, for like you said. Because there's no preseason? You know, there's no preseason. Who knows? Maybe the propane tank goes out. Maybe the ice isn't ready. Like, That's right. You, know, you, like, you need to get the kinks out. Correct. They say the biggest improvement in tailgating it's is from, from, it's week, from week two weeks, to week one. Yeah. Week one, week one to week two. And so uh, so that's that's a happy thing to be able to think about that. Also got another invitation. This one, a little pricier. This one was from the rebounders. Uh, the Penny Hardaway, am I even allowed to say this, or are they going to be? Are they going to take me out if I if I say this? There is an exclusive fundraiser on June 10th from three to six p.m. at Penny's house. Uh, unique opportunity to support the University of Mem's men's basketball program, meet Coach Hardaway, and enjoy light refreshments. And bring your checkbook. So if well, there's a suggested donation, suggested, and I will just say, you can get. Several Kroger ten dollar tickets yes. for the suggested for, for the price of that yeah. donation. Mm-hmm. It did occur to me. Well, so guess what? What do you think the suggested donation? Head over to Penny's house June tenth from three to six. And by the way, is this nil? This is the 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 the, 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 the here's what it says. Your contribution this is to the rebounders will directly impact recruiting, equipment, and the team's success. So, and you get to see Penny's house, hang out at Penny's house. So the Rebounders is not technically not, affiliated with the university, correct? Aren't they a separate? Uh, but yes, my my suspicion is this money will go to recruiting. This in, in, into some recruits' pocket. We hope. Uh, correct. 
<laughs> if there is such a person right. out there still. Okay, guess what the suggested minimum donation is? All right, three to six refreshments. They're not even. It's not. Any. It's not at night. It's not dinner. It's light refreshments. Three to six. Penny's house. Thousand dollars. Bang! Got it. God, you're so good at games. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, it. Alternately, the rebounders elite membership at blank grants you an guest exclusive uh, uh, access to our exclusive events. All of our exclusive events for twenty three, twenty four including the fundraiser at Coach Hardaway's home. That's 2500 But I don't know what else you get for your 2500 I think I'm just going to pony up the 1000 It sounds like you get to go to, well, you know, like that practice that they'll remember. Yeah, but that, that, yeah, you get to go to that. That's not that expensive, though. It's certainly not. Is that open uh, to the it's public? not an extra $1,500. No, it's a rebounder's event, too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's nice. The, the University of Memphis is at it. It's funny. Like, you see commercials fairly regularly now we run one we have a radio spot there's sure. billboards there's like i do commend i commend the fact that they are trying to get the word out right sure i will say this that ad that ryan does on our is like it feels like he's in a prison it's like yeah, it's like no. he's in a, a hostage, hostage video, video. Yeah. like so i'm not sure i would have rubber stamped that per- particular commercial yes, i'm with you on that but uh, I do appreciate their effort to get the word out. Yeah, but then, like, I start doing the thing. Does that come from the budget? <laughs> like, yes, but you get you, know, you, you got to spend money off. to make money. Co- does Coca Cola advertise? Yes, no, but I they underst- do it effectively. We know they, we know they, we know Coca Cola in their ads is effective. Otherwise, well, and, they wouldn't do that. And Coca Cola can sell stock. <laughs> they well, have ways for cash influx. So good, good to see the University of Memphis is working at stuff, and only 102 days until. Uh, until we have uh, college football, Memphis College, University Correct. of Memphis College Football, and we'll have college football before then. All right, onward we go. God, it's been good to be a, a Nuggets fan. It's been, I, 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 it was a, a little bit of a, as a Nuggets fan, lifelong Nuggets fan. Correct. At halftime, I was having to talk to myself. Yeah, we were talking about, you know, say, good, you know what? we need to Gentlemen get back to Denver sweep, anyway. Get back to yeah. Denver. Fun to clinch. First, like Denver has never been, Kind of amazing. The Nuggets have never been to the NBA Finals. And so I was telling myself, we want to, let's earn that trip yeah. to the NBA Finals at home in front of all my people, my fellow Nuggets Correct. fans, right? And so I was having to talk to myself just a little bit about what was going on and perk myself up. Um, LeBron had obviously been absolutely sensational in the first half of that game. 23 points in a quarter, 31 and a half, 15-point lead. I'm thinking, fine. Last hurrah, that'll, that'll, it's okay. He even made all his threes. Even made all his threes. And then comes the second half and the thrilling conclusion. was an entertaining conclusion. Like, it, it was, oh, yeah. there was certainly drama. Not much drama to the series. Eh. Within some games, there was drama. It was an interesting series because a sweep is a sweep is a sweep. You sure. can't say there's a hell of a lot of drama there. Except for game three, which is an emphatic Denver win, there was drama in all the other games. No, I mean, I think you have to look at it. like Yes, it was a sweep, but basically they had three toss-up games and Denver won all yeah. of them. 113-111 last night. Uh, Jokic fabulous again. Eighth triple-double of the playoffs. This one, 30 14 rebounds, 13 assists, breaks Wilt's playoff record for 
uh, triple doubles, hit that ridiculous one-legged three-pointer. That was just... I thought he was going to hit that one. At crazy. the end, when he, like when he just threw it over his head at the shot clock, I thought that was going in. Crazy. Even though it hit the top of the backboards, like if this goes in, like he just really I, I don't is. know why anyone... I, I, I'll be honest. I am a lifelong... I haven't watched the Nuggets that much over the course of time. I don't know why anyone said they're not entertaining. I'm, my man John Martin said they're not entertaining. He he, he didn't he didn't believe in them, and he didn't and he didn't think they were, enter- they were they're wildly entertaining. I think they're during the course of the regular season. At times, they wouldn't play with much pace because Jokic is running the show, whatnot. But you see throughout the playoffs when they have to run and play with pace, they can do it. And easily. Jokic is just fantastic, marvelous, yeah, different. He, he's he, he, he's not. You know, he's not your typical Kevin Durant fun to watch. He's not Steph fun to watch, but in his own way. No, he's bigger. Like, he's he's fun to watch in the sense that Dirk was. All the, like, off-balance or and then awkward the shots that, that just seem to go in. Passes the ball is just so improbable and yep. delightful. It's just fantastic. Uh, anyway, so um, they're headed to the finals and, I suspect, uh, headed to a title. That would be my prediction, but I've been doubting the Heat the entire playoffs. Right. So at your peril, correct. Doubt them at your peril. Fortunately, but though, I've course, not been betting against them. Michael though. Malone is going to be irked today mm. because, as you know, Michael Malone was irked after Game One because Denver wins. Jokic is sensational, and all anyone could talk about was the Lakers. Yep. And here we are; they've completed the sweep, and. Here's what people are talking about. They're talking about LeBron James retiring. And let's be clear. LeBron James is not flipping retiring. Yeah. you. If you fell for that, then I'm sorry. After the game, LeBron says, I've got a lot to think about. Yes. And then uh, and then he, uh, uh, then he was asked. Well, Other than getting swept. What did that mean exactly? And he said, uh, if I want to continue to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron has one year left on a deal and then a player option, total of $97.1 million. He just finished a year where he averaged 28.9 points, 8.3 rebounds, 6.8 assists, made the playoffs, had a nice run through the playoffs. It was absolutely sensational last night with 40, 10, and 9. Sure, he missed the fadeaway, uh, the crazy fadeaway, and then he had his shot blocked on the last possession. Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, they did a Splendid job defending him. And so he fell short. Um, but it, it, it's crazy to think that LeBron is going to walk away. He's not going to walk away. And so I would ask you this. Because you're somewhat of a LeBron cynic, not as to his le- as to his play. I am, I am very skeptical of LeBron James, media magnet, whatnot. Okay, do you The guy think, that played basketball, though, I love to watch. Do you think when he said that last night, here's the... I will give you the charitable and the uncharitable explanation okay. of what happened last night. The charitable explanation is, my God, the guy just played, you know, all but 40 seconds Correct. of a game. He was magnificent. He did everything he possibly could do. He's been playing for decades now. He can't rule over. He knows. as Jeff, great all but four seconds. Yeah, not 40. four seconds. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did I say 40? Yeah, 40. Yeah. All but four, four. seconds. He has ruled over the game for decades, and now he really can't anymore. As good as he is, he's not the best player in the game anymore. 
Um, and he was just emotionally exhausted. He's been doing this year after year after year after year after year. He's emotionally exhausted. And so it's totally natural for a guy who's 38, who has just had the season that he's had and the playoffs that he's had. 20th year. Trying to get back, to, to force that, carry that team yep. back into the playoffs after the start they had, to then oust the Grizzlies, oust the Warriors, and then get swept. Like, it is totally natural and human to say, I've got a lot to think about whether I want to keep playing. He's exhausted. Give, give the guy some grace that in that moment he would say, I don't know, I want to do this anymore. Uh-huh. That's the chair. That's the, that's and the, also, Jeff, you left out one detail. Uh-huh. He was wearing a hat that said un, and it was a cap. So basically he was implying, whatever I say, I'm not lying. I see. No um, lie. And it was a cap. Mm-hmm. No cap. So that would be one way to look at it. The other way would be look at it is, is, is that he was just flipping swept. Yeah. He was just swept. Not only was he just swept, he then, as great as he was, had the ball in his hands with a chance to tie the damn game, couldn't get it done. Multiple times. And so what did he do at the end? Change the conversation. He changed the conversation by injecting drama into the post game by saying not just i have a lot to think about or i'm exhausted or i'm going to whatever but by saying he literally said the words if i want to continue to play and that was an intentional manipulative manipulative attempt to create drama around him and deflect from talking about being swept and everything else that's the less charitable way to look at it which one do you subscribe to do you really have to ask? <laughs> but Kate, there is a part of A, isn't there? Sure. There's a, I mean, I'm sure, but then you'd have to dismiss everything that he said about, even though he has kind of changed his tune. He's kind about, of backtracked from playing with Bronny. Is that what right. you're talking about? Yeah. He's kind of backtracked, but he has still clearly said, you know, that's my goal is to play with Bronny. If I'm not asking to live his life and I'm not, I don't want him to live, you know, I want him to be right. happy. And he, he's, he's backtracked like that, but he still said, I want to play with him. And further, Jeff, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the debate shows today, but we've turned our attention. Kyrie was there last night. <laughs> Kyrie was there last night. Kyrie was there last so wait, night. So what and if, now all the attention is, will the Lakers sign Kyrie to, t- to rejoin LeBron? That is, that is 100% what people are, people are talking about. Um, Brian Windhorst said, okay, so the Lakers situation is they have – uh, the following the following players who are on this roster are free agents: Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, Lonnie Walker, Rui Hachimura, and Dennis Schroeder are all free agents. Um, obviously, Austin Reeves was a revelation this year, uh-huh. and they want to bring him back. Brian Windhorst has been talking about whether you could both bring Austin Reeves back and add Kyrie, and he said only if Kyrie will take less than the max. That seems like a substantial sticking point to me. Good luck. Like, yeah, good good luck with that. Like I I think Kyrie wants all the monies, don't you? And I don't blame him for wanting all the monies, but I think he wants all the monies. And I mean, he gave up a lot of monies during the last couple of years. Oh, there's no question. Yeah, no, he very clearly isn't just driven by money yeah. because otherwise he wouldn't have sat out 
Uh, yeah, but oftentimes when you give up a lot of monies, then as you, you say, want money back. And more importantly, especially Look, when it might be like, hey, this might be the last time to get the big one. So, um, anyway, I think we all agree. Here's the other thing. I, just from observing LeBron for that brief time that we did during the yeah. Grizzlies-Lakers series, and again, I don't blame him for this either. LeBron likes being the center of attention. Yeah. He likes walking into the post game mm-hmm. and 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 holding forth. He likes like being the puppet master. <laughs> and he, he likes being the puppet master, but he also just likes he likes being up there and and being the center of everything all the time. And, and, and to be I'm clear, not sh- and, and I don't blame him for that. And to be clear, I tip my cap like in terms of like that's not an easy thing to do to always have the microscope no. on you. And it's, it's easier, and again, it's not easy. It's easier if you like it. Sure. Like there are There's people no question. who absolutely you and I would like hate it. it. I don't think I'd hate it. It was funny. I was talking to a if col- you were LeBron, I think no, you'd maybe. hate. Maybe I was talking to a columnist though recently. This is a uh, this is a much 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 smaller scale, but this is a nationally known, well known sure. columnist who's been at it for basically as long as I have. And when I was and and when I was talking to this person, we were talking about like when do you wind down? Yeah. Right. And what he said was, as soon as I retire, I become irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And being relevant has been part of the drug for all these years. Like, and that's, now LeBron doesn't become irrelevant when he retires, but kind of. Like well, kinda. he's out of he's out of the he's out of the spotlight every day. He's I mean, part- Irvin is Magic Johnson. He's relevant in his own way. He tweets whatever. He's got businesses and this and that. But he's not relevant in the same way that you're just not. Once no. you retire, you're no longer that relevant. And LeBron likes to be. He has been since he was what eleven. I feel like LeBron really came onto the scene. Like we we knew about him, but it felt like since sixteen. Sixteen. Sixteen's like when he has been part of the. The conversation almost. Uh, it anyway. wasn't maybe at a daily basis early, but it feels like since about then. Right now, projecting again, we have no idea what's going to happen this summer to the Lakers, sure. the Grizzlies, uh, the Nuggets, rosters, etc. Right now, would you project the Grizzlies to finish ahead or behind Denver and Los Angeles? Behind Denver, uh, of ahead course of course, behind Denver. You you would heading into next year. You would you would imagine the next year you would project them to finish ahead of the Lakers. Correct. Now, do I think the Lakers would end up probably if, having if, better what if, odds or what? What if gets a thirty game suspension? Still, you put in the you put. I, the, st- I still think so because I still think one of the the things that I think was beneficial to the Lakers this year was it kind of became a mini bubble situation in which LeBron is at his best when he can essentially take a short period of time and go all out. Right. Well, there were a lot of things that also had to line up that. Number one, Anthony Davis being healthy for most of that was a huge part of it. And then... Yeah, but even then, LeBron's foot was like... Sure, no, LeBron's foot To the extent that you'd project the Grizzlies to finish ahead of the Lakers, some of it is, is just health, right? Correct. It's just health. Youth. Youth so even health. though you know that Ja is going to miss X number of games, we don't know what that X is, yep. probably no more than AD is going to miss. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Like, I mean, honestly, for, it might be what LeBron for one, misses. For one reason or another. All right, we got Celtics heat tonight. That one settled. The sweep, the and Chris Harrington spoke it into existence. The sweep, uh, the sweep is complete. Again, we got uh, Sun Peter coming up next. 
And then we've got Chris Harrington and then Fish on Friday on Tuesday. A couple other things I did want to get to real quick, though, uh, that happened. One is uh, we did learn that Tony Allen, uh, Drew Hill had the story yesterday in the Daily Memphian that Tony Allen had pled guilty to his uh, medical fraud, essentially. Um, it doesn't sound like he's going to, he, he, he's already done restitution. It doesn't sound like he's going to go to jail sentencing, sentencing this summer. I hope he doesn't go to jail. Um, do you think they'll still retire his number? Yeah, this felt like kind of the first step. I think so. And I have no, I have no. None whatsoever. I have no objection. But this did feel like the beginning of the path to. to, He did what he did on the court and with this team and within the city. And I have no objection whatsoever uh, if the Grizzlies, I would would celebrate it. I look forward to it. Um, And then secondly, interesting news out of the NFL, where after failing the first go-round, they have now decided that they are going to flex Thursday games. Some of the Thursday games they are willing to flex, which is kind of astounding to me because when you flex teams in or out of Thursday to the weekend, A, you're destroying, you're disrupting their schedule. Um, now, it's got to be 28 days in advance. But Correct. more to the point... You're disrupting fans' schedules. Well, I mean, uh, fans I, fly in places. They get hotels. They like, isn't it wildly inconsiderate to fans? Well, I think also, even though Thursday night games are usually not great, like great played games, there's still games of if you're an out of town fan and you want to go make a weekend of it. That's a good. That's a good right. one. Head on you, in Thursday you night. Can go and then Thursday. You, stay for the you don't. Weekend. You don't right. miss the Monday of work or whatever. Like you can be back if you want to come back on a Saturday and, and do things around the house. Like you can do that. It's funny though. But it's fans first. They, always, they, Jeff. They fell. They fell short in the first vote. It turns out that there are seven teams. Mike Florio pointed this out. Seven teams that had two. Short week, Sunday, Thursday weeks. Like, that's incredibly short, right? Two, two, seven teams that had that. Six of those seven teams uh, voted against the flexing the first time right. around. So were they punished uh, for it and or, or whatnot? Here, which of these games do you think is most likely, just knowing what we know about these teams, to be flexed out? All right. Here are the only games that are eligible. Seahawks at Cowboys. Nope. That's not going to be flexed out. Uh-uh. Pats at Steelers. I don't think so. Unlikely. Yeah. Chargers at Raiders. Now we're cooking with gas. That one could be particularly if the Chargers have collapsed. Well, like if Justin Herbert has been hurt like sure. early on or something like that, that. Or if the Chargers are just the Chargers. Here's one. The Chargers are a playoff team last year. Like they, they, that, they, they wouldn't flex that team out. And the Raiders are the Raiders. It's mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. That's the other thing. Do you really flex? People go to Las Vegas. That's a, that would be a rude game to flex out of a Thursday. How about this one? Saints at Rams. See, that's the other thing about SoFi. What if the Chargers play on Sunday at SoFi? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, and then there's the other logistic one is Jets issues. at Browns. So I think the Jets could wind up being like the Broncos this year. I'm not like they, if they could, they could flop and the Browns could correct. just be the Browns. Correct. That could be a one that you end up flexing. Yeah. The other thing that was it was interesting, as they were talking about how rude they were, to, whether this was inconsiderate to the fans. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones 
uh, said the following thing. He said, every owner in that room lives and breathes sensitivity to those fans. Uh-huh. I don't think he was wearing the uncap that you yeah, uh-huh. when, when he said that. You know what I mean. Every owner in that room lives and breathes sensitivity to those fans. But, you knew a but was coming, right? Oh, yeah. But, only 7% of our fans have ever been inside a stadium. 7%. So you've got a lot of fans, a huge majority of the fans that are out there, that this is good for them. Does that surprise you? Only I don't know how you qualify a quote-unquote fan. But only 7% of NFL fans have ever been inside a stadium, an NFL stadium. It actually doesn't surprise me. Like, I think about it. No, me either. Like, I think about it in these terms. Okay, if you take out the games that you used to go to when you lived in Buffalo and you went with your, your dad, how many games have you been to? I mean, I know we, we all started oh. this weird thing where we're, we – work to a certain like oh let's be honest except for you went to the playoff game with your boys and i went to a game in buffalo the other the other year i went to the year the year they got their ass kicked by um by the colts at home okay that's it i mean <laughs> i've and then i've covered nfl games since then but other right. than that i haven't like no i don't go to games and i mean I, but then again i don't live in the city no, where my I, team is either though so but i also think it's a big it's a big part of the NFL. Well, the a, NFL, a lot of the NFL, most NFL fans, I don't know if this is 100%, don't live in NFL cities. Well, I mean, I just think of it this way. Of, they live in Iowa. Of or they all, live in... in I've been, I have been to NFL games of I love live sports as much as anyone. The sport that I think is unquestionably better on TV is the NFL. Like, they have done a strategic job of making it a television product. Like you watch, that's why I felt like when you were watching the NFL during the pandemic, it was the sport that felt the least weird, even without fans. Because it's a TV, it's a TV. Right. All right, uh, Son Peter coming up next. Uh, It is, uh, in addition to Wine Down Wednesdays, bearing down on you at Bounty on Broad, half-price glasses of wine, half-price bottles of wine. It's celebration season. It is kind of in this in this. Dads and grads, baby. You've got, yeah, you got grads and you got dads. And if you want to celebrate, a high school graduation, celebrate a father, or celebrate, you know, like people like spending time with each other. That, that, that is the key. And if you're spending time at a beautiful restaurant where there's delicious food, it's that much uh, better. Bounty on Broad is perfect for that because it's, it's not like this hushed, quiet, you know, what, oh, we can barely raise it. It's, it's a celebratory place. It's got a joyful vibe. Food's fantastic. It is Bounty on Broad. 410-8131-410-8131-2519, Broad Avenue. We got uh, our man uh, Peter Calkins and then Chris Harrington and then Fish on Friday on Tuesday. It's the Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The Chris with XQL. You can sometimes find a nice baseball betting trend in the least likely of places. Take the Chicago White Sox, for example, a team that's disappointed all year. Disappointing to everyone except for betters, that is. The White Sox have covered the run line in seven of their last nine games. It's always fun to win money on a team that no one else is looking at, so bet those White Sox run lines because even if they lose in one-run games, you still win. I'm Trista Crick. Helping you beat the books. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you ordered a new air filter for your car. You try to install it, but it doesn't fit. So you take a little bit off the sides. What still doesn't fit? Well, you could try to sit on it. Or get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. Air filters, brakes, headlights, over 122 million parts. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Eligible items only. Memphis Million is here at Southland Casino Hotel. Over a million dollars in cash, free play, and prizes are up for grabs now through August 30th. Come to Southland every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from 4.30 to 8 p.m. Earn a scratch-off card to win free play, food offers, prizes, and bonus drawing entries. New members earn a free scratch-off card instantly when you sign up. Win your share of $75,000 in cash, free play, and prizes each week. See you at Southland Casino Hotel for the Memphis Million Giveaway. Must be 21 plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a layback Sunday afternoon. You wish would never end. The homemade taste of bluebell and good friends gathered round. The good old days are being made right now. Your taste buds will be best buds with Dr. Pepper Float Ice Cream from Bluebell. The rich taste of creamy vanilla ice cream swirled together with the one-of-a-kind flavor of delicious Dr. Pepper. Treat yourself to a pint or half gallon today. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. All area Walmart supercenters and all area Walmart neighborhood markets. Hey, Brad. I thought you had a date tonight. Hey, Mom. She just left. Using my phone for a Wi-Fi hotspot backfired again. I keep telling you to get Xfinity. What happened? 
Well, everything was great until the movie started buffering. Then she started asking questions like, why are you using bedsheets for curtains? Why is this hamster cage so dirty? Where is your hamster? Oh, honey, it might be time for real Wi-Fi. Yeah. In the meantime, can I come use the Wi-Fi at your place? Sorry, baby. Date night's still on for one of us. It's time for real home internet. Get fast home internet on the Xfinity 10G network. The future starts now. New customers can get 75 megabit Xfinity internet and one line of unlimited intro for just $50 a month for 12 months. Now through June 21st. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G to learn more. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Xfinity mobile requires Xfinity internet service. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of data usage. Data thresholds may vary. Life is full of ifs. If you see potential in every day, if you push for that promotion, and even bigger ifs like if you say, I do. If you can cash flow like a pro and get paid up to two days early, if you can safeguard against surprises and supercharge your savings, the if in life becomes less iffy. Regions Life Banking makes it possible. If you're interested, let's talk about the if in life. Regions Bank embrace the if in life. Regents Bank, member FDIC. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Shop weekly sales and get personalized coupons to get the most value out of every trip, every time, whether you shop in-store or online. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Right now, you'll save on fresh Tyson natural chicken wings. No antibiotics and just $1.99 a pound with your card in the family pack. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Dr. Rick here. Another sign you're becoming your parents is getting particular about details that don't matter. The craziest thing happened when we got tacos the other day. Was it Wednesday or Thursday we got tacos? I know it wasn't Tuesday because that's when I went to my hairdresser. Shoot, what day was it? See how we all lost interest there? Progressive can't help you from becoming your parents, but we can help you compare rates on home insurance with HomeQuote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. A bottle of gum out fuel injector cleaner can clean your entire system and help your engine get more MPGs. Right now, you can get two bottles for only $7. A great deal to help you go a good deal farther. Find Gum Out Fuel Injector Cleaner and everything you need for better fuel efficiency at any of our 6,200 stores. Get in zone, zone. Restrictions apply. Whether you own a local business or a global one, you know that these days, generating growth is a challenge. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll not just stay ahead of the curve, you'll move it. With access to experts, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter, locally and globally. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Copyright 2023, Bank of America, N.A. All 650 acquisition fee, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage, sell those P745, 8378, MSRP 23996, sportage P7173, 696, MSRP 27077, EV6, P5105073, MSRP 49965, includes all rebates and incentives, must finance through Hyundai, excludes tax on a license with approved credit, CD for complete details, offer valid through 53123, dealer stock only, warranties, a limited powertrain warranty, see Kia.com or retailer for details. Hey, Jeff Allen, you ready to command the road at Gossip Kia South Mount Moriah? Listen to this, Randy. I've got a world performance car, 2023 Kia EV6 wind, EPA estimate, range 300. 
110 miles at $499 a month, $49.99 due at signing. Whoa! And the 2023 Kia Seltos LX SUV 34 MPG 263 a month, $29.99 due at signing. Plus a 2023 Kia Sportage LX 288 a month, $34.99 due at signing. All 36 month lease. And Kia's 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. So whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy at Gossip Kia Mount Mariah. 2680 Mount Mariah or KiaMountMariah.com. Are you looking for homeowner's insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, business insurance? If so, this is Gary Parrish reminding you to get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. That's Elizabeth Rook Insurance, a second-generation local agency that's been owned and operated since 1981. It is the home of the Erie Rate Lock. What's the Erie Rate Lock? It's a way to lock in your auto rates indefinitely. So please get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance, 867-SAVE, 867-7283 on the web, rookinsurance.com. Regions Bank presents Lady A live at the Garden. Saturday, June 3rd at Radiance Amphitheater at the beautiful Memphis Botanic Garden. With special guest Dave Barnes, general admission lawn seating on sale now. Hey, Bart! At Ticketmaster.com. For more info, go to liveatthegarden.com. Also presented by South State Duncan Williams, AutoZone, True Green, Gossip Motors, The Lily Company, Pro Show, and Mahaffey Events. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back on the Jeff Calkins Show. Chris Harrington coming up next, then Fish on Friday on Tuesday. You know, when you're in this business, I got a lot of pull. I got a lot of pull, Jeffrey. I got a lot of influence when it comes to landing guests. Particularly my next one, Peter Peter Cocker, son number three. What did we used to call him, NBA analyst? Jeffrey, what did we, what did, how did, how did we used to introduce him? We used to introduce him as the Jeff Calkins Show uh, NBA analytics expert. Oh, that's it. That's exactly right. Well, he's still that, uh, but now he's also an obnoxious dookie. Peter, how does it feel going through life as an obnoxious dookie? I, honestly, it, it, it feels pretty good. Um, <laughs> It does. Like it's nice, you know. My teams, um, you know, my, my Bills don't always win. No. Uh, my Grizzlies have had a good stretch, but there have been some lean years. And it's nice to know you're always going to have, you know, a good season. Even when you don't, you know, make a, make a run or whatever, you still get to go to winning games. And, and it's, it's great. It's great. Do to you feel them. like it's, it's in peril? The, the Coach, K's, uh, Coach K's departure imperiled the they're always going to be good feeling that you have? No, because I think, you know, that everyone kind of knew that he wasn't the best, like, X's and O's guy by the time he left. It was just like the recruiting. You just had, like, five stars every single year churning them out. And they seem to still be doing that, you know, under Shire. So it, it seems that the, you know, the appeal of the brand and the school to these, you know, five stars or whatever is still lasting. And so the team will still be good as long as they have just this outrageous you know, talent coming in and out. You're back home in Memphis this summer. Last summer, you were not. I'm curious, you and your high school friends or whatever, how do you think about coming back to Memphis as a place to live and work and make your life possibly? Like long-term? Yeah, either short-term, long-term. How do, how, how do you think about Memphis in that way? 
is like some people are like I can't wait to get the hell out of Memphis, and other people are I would never live anywhere other than Memphis, 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 Memphis. My my friends are honestly split. I do have one or two friends from high school who do you know they don't want to really come back, but I think a lot of us look at this as a place we'd come back to. If not in the short term, then certainly in the long term. Like I have friends who feel like they want to see other parts of the world, you know, go other places, but you know, or like, oh yeah, maybe I'll come back, you know, when I'm like actually fully grown up in my, you know, thirties or forties or whatever. Um, and then like me personally, like I have, you know, I, I'd love to come back here. I, I love the city. And so, um, I definitely look at it as like a place that's familiar to me and a place that I like. Um, How much does the the existence of the Grizzlies? Because people talk about it, when people talk about the economic impact of sports teams, it, it, anyone who studies this stuff will tell you it's wildly overrated. Like that, that's not true. But the the spiritual and psychic impact, and the I mean, I think FedEx would tell you it helps them recruit or whatever. Does the mere existence of the Grizzlies? have any impact at all on whether you would want to live in the city or not? It's, uh, it's honestly one of the biggest factors. It's up there with, like, you know, seeing my parents. Like, it's, <laughs> like seeing John and seeing, you know, my dad is like, those are 1A, right. 1B. Um, I mean, I'm joking a little bit, but, like, it, it, when I'm home, it's my favorite thing to do. Every time I come home for Thanksgiving or Christmas, I always try to see a game or two, or sometimes if it's a long break, I'll try to see three. Um so obviously it's, you know, it's mostly about the, you know, familiarity and, and comfort with the city and stuff like that. But I actually do, it is my favorite activity and it is actually a, a really big thing for me. Like it, the idea of living anywhere else and not being able to go to the games is actually a little, it, 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 it makes me, you know, feel like sad if I, if I were to live somewhere else. Is it, it, know, it's amazing that that matters that much, but it does. I even occasionally now I think, well, if I retire, I could move back to Buffalo. Why? So I could go to Bills and Sabres. It seems ridiculous. That's not a reason to, but it is, right? It is. No, it absolutely, it, it absolutely is. Um, huh. All right. Uh, moving on. What do you think about, uh, what do you think about Ja? Um, obviously not good to flash the gun, but when we had this discussion last week, it feels like it's been a month now, there was the school of thought of what a, everyone, I think, agrees. What an idiot to do that, right? It's moronic, unfortunate, all those things, inconceivable. But then there was also a pushback of, okay, let's stop and freeze it exactly. What did he do? Like, guns are legal. It was you, – you had to slow down the video for a to, – even to see the gun. It wasn't his – FaceTime anyway, or whatever, Instagram live, any, like yeah. what exactly is he being punished for here? Where do you, and, and therefore what is the range of punishments? Where do you fall? So when I, when I first heard about it, like I, my brother told me on the phone, um, Oh, John had an Instagram live with the gun. And I was like, yeah, you know, earlier in the season, He's <laughs> like, no, like today. And I was like, Oh God, like I, it just put me in such a foul mood. And I was like, what a you know, what a stupid move. And I was like, kind of upset about it and I, I was, was pretty harsh, but then after seeing the video and, and having some time to cool, I, I really do think it's been overblown. It, it, part of my issue is it, it doesn't feel like he's getting in trouble for like going on social media with a gun because he didn't really, it's half a second. It's not his Instagram live. It's blurry. It feels like he was like caught with a gun. Like as if, you know, someone took a candid and he, you know, was holding a gun. It feels like, 
he's getting in trouble because like they found out he had a you know was waving a but gun. But it was his friends. Car. It was Devonte Pack though. It wasn't some stranger. Doesn't that make a difference? I, yeah, it definitely makes a difference. But it's it's still very different than it being on Jaws' account. I think it's the fact that it's like clearly an accident too. It's you know as soon as the the camera pans the jaw with the gun, it it immediately pans away. Um, I think that is is part of it. Like he's not trying to, it doesn't seem like he's trying to show off his gun, I guess is like the way I'd put it. Right. So you would be, you would think if I told you it was 30 games, would you think that was an injustice or appropriate? Oh, I, I would definitely think that's an injustice. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Woj obviously said that, you know, they were expecting a lengthy uh, suspension. Um, Adam Silver said he was assuming the worst. Um, and so like, I'm expecting something like 20 games, maybe more, maybe 30. Um, but I think it's like kind of ridiculous. All right, moving on uh, to what the Grizzlies might do this off season. They've obviously said that Dylan won't be coming back. How optimistic are you? Uh, our analytics uh, are, what is it, Jeffrey? The Jeff Calkins show analytic. What, what are we? NBA analytics expert. Yeah. How optimistic are you? that you can find, because this is what everyone wants. They want a better version of Dylan Brooks. People say, well, all I want is someone who can, like, guard and reliably hit open shots. And I keep saying that's not that easy to find. How, uh, how optimistic are you that they will upgrade from Dylan Brooks at the small forward position? I'm, I'm honestly not super optimistic. I mean, I, I, think, I don't think you'll get someone who – is a better fit for you defensively because part of what Dylan was so great at is he was like, he could guard one through four comfortably. And that's really what you needed because, you know, one through four, you had Ja, Dez, and then Jaron, who's more of an off-ball player. So you didn't have a lot of like defensive stoppers. And so his versatility was like really central to that. The fact that he could, you know, you could put him on Giannis and you could put him on Steph. And I don't think that like there's a player out there, you know, forget even like a player who's like realistic. I don't even know if there are that many players in the league who can do that period. And so I, I don't know if you can get a player who's a strict upgrade in the sense that they're like a better defensive player and a better offensive player. But I also think it's okay to give up a little bit defensively to get a better offensive player. Like obviously everyone talks about OG who is a, you know, similarly good defensive player. I think his, his fit for the Grizzlies maybe wouldn't be quite as good defensively because he's, a little, you know, slower, a little more of like a two through five guy than a one through four guy. Um, but it's like a much better offensive player. Doesn't, you know, chuck these like super wild, you know, 21 foot fading shots. Um, is actually a better three point shooter. Like the problem with Dylan is like, it's not even just that he takes a bunch of shots. It's that even when he says, okay, I'm going to be a spot up shooter, he's not that great at it. And so I think you can get guys, there are guys available who can, maybe the overall upgrades, the question then is, like, is the price reasonable? Um, obviously, I don't know exactly what the price would be for, like, OG. Um, it seems it would be at least, like, three firsts, right? Um, it seems, and it seems price- like, honestly, like they offered three firsts last time. He's not gettable for three firsts. Forget whether... Yeah, exactly. It, it, if it was three firsts, he'd be on the team, right? Right. So if, if, the, if the offer becomes four firsts, that's, like, ridiculous. Like, Drew Holiday, I think, was three firsts and three swaps. You know, DeJounte Murray was three firsts and three swaps. These, are, these guys are all-stars. Like, OG, he's not even, like, getting all-star consideration, and you'd be selling the farm for him. 
And, like, she's a nice player, but if you're doing that, it's also, like, your only move because you can't trade these players to get a new center or, you know, get a new shooting guard or something like that. This is, like, your only move. And so if you're going to, you know, sell the farm like that, you have to feel you're getting a guy who doesn't just make you a contender but makes you, like, you know, the best team in the West. So wait, so is, so, but if we're if we're saying that OG is not gettable because you you got the three first, you gave them offered them before, they're not taking them, right? That's it's not what they're interested in. Not uh, not for a reasonable price. Like, would they say yes to four? Maybe. Okay. Who else is available? So, I I think folks are going to be underwhelmed. But who else? Let's look at trades first. Who else is possible? So the trade market would be the two guys on the Nets primarily. So you have Royce O'Neal and you have Dorian Finney-Smith. Um, I think positionally, Royce O'Neal is maybe a little more similar to Dylan. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, probably a better player. He's probably the guy you'd want first. But depending on what the value had to be in terms of picks, um, you know, Royce O'Neal might end up making more sense. Maybe they don't want to trade Dorian Finney-Smith. You know, you don't know. Both those players are also kind of old. Like uh, Dorian Finney-Smith couldn't shoot. It was a terrible three-point shooter this year, wasn't he? He was like 30, 20? He was like 33%, and he only takes wide open threes, which is not great. Um, he couldn't shoot at all his first three years in the league. He had a three-year run where he was pretty good. He was 38%, and then he was 39% for the next two seasons. And so, you know, maybe it's just a blip. If you're trading for him, I think that's what you're saying is, you know, we believe in this guy as a shooter, and we think that, he could hit, you know, upwards of 37% of his, of his catch-and-shoot threes. But it is a slight, there's some downside there because he couldn't really shoot the ball very well last year that, you know, it's possible you trade for him and he shoots 32% on threes and he, you know, becomes hard to play because this team, you know, desperately needs space and shooting. Royce O'Neal have any interest to you? I mean, he's, he's also someone who um, defensively I think he's, probably a level below both Dylan and Finney Smith. So that's kind of the, the problem with him. But I actually think he's a very good, like, I think it was like a no-waste player. Like, he doesn't take any bad shots. You know, he takes, like, almost exclusively wide-open threes. He hits a good percentage of them. He's, like, sneakily a really good passer. He's, he's a pretty, like, scheme-solid defensive player. And so I do like his game a lot. But, I, you know, he's not... At, at most, he's like 10% better than Dylan. You know, maybe 15. Offensively, and so, offensively and a downgrade defensively. Yeah. Yeah, or offensively, he might be a little, you know, a little more. But overall, it's, it's yeah. close. He's a similar tier of player. And so, like, you know, once we get below that, like the guys who are free agents are even worse. And so, like, Dylan is actually probably the, the free agent who would have made the most sense for you, but obviously he's not coming back. Who are the free agents? So the guys I was looking like there are guys who are good, like Harrison Barnes or Jeremy Grant, but these guys will be upwards of twenty million dollars per year probably. Um, they're both made that last, you know, on their last contract, and will probably be getting raises, you know, and probably stay with their same teams. Um, and so all you have is your, you know, twelve million dollar mid level exception, and so you're looking at the next guys down, which is like Josh Richardson or Yuta Watanabe or Jalen Williams. Um, who's obviously the brother of, of, of Jaden. No, sorry, not Jalen Williams. Sorry, Jalen McDaniels, my bad, um, who uh, was playing for the Sixers this year, brother of Jaden McDaniels. And these are, like, nice players, but these guys are, 
they're not replacements for Dylan. They're more like you have your MLE. So let's see if we get a guy who can help us at this position of need. This doesn't sound that optimistic. On the other hand, aren't you optimistic about the core? Like if you just take the core, aren't you optimistic going forward? And oh, by the way, let's, let's take, let's take the youngsters uh, on this team. LaRavia, Roddy, Zaire. Who are you most optimistic about? Um, I'd probably Roddy just because he was the most relevant player last year. And it feels like he's someone who is on the most upward trajectory. Like he got much better through college. He's someone who obviously has kind of a different, like physically is a different player now than he was three years ago. And so maybe he can continue to, um, you know, work on that and get better. And so I think, and he's also someone who didn't actually shoot the ball that well this year. And that was something where he was like well over 40% his last year in college. And so I think he has the most upside, but I actually do really, really like LaRavia too. Um, I thought it was weird. He didn't, like play more. He obviously, you know, Kleiman mentioned that he shot, you know, the ball incredibly well in the G League. And so I think he could come in um, as a combo forward for us and, and be really good. But he's also someone who maybe is more limited upside compared to Roddy. You know, best case scenario, he's a good defensive player who, you know, hit threes for you. Maybe he can be like a connective tissue guy who can attack closeouts, but he's not going to be a difference maker or Roddy. Like, you do feel like he has a little more you know, offensive chops, like even maybe self-creation chops in the future, um, which makes it maybe a little more exciting. And then Zaire, it's just if you've played, you know, two seasons in the NBA and you're not relevant at all, um, it, it's, it's hard. Those players typically don't end up becoming great. I mean, I still, there are things I still really liked about him. He's so quick. Um, he does seem at times to show like pretty decent feel for the game. The jump shot hasn't always been accurate, but it does look good. He's obviously a great athlete, and so he's someone who I, you know, I'm still holding out hope for him, but I think just based on what you saw this season, it's hard to have him, you know, anywhere but the bottom of those three guys. Talking to uh, Son Peter, um, uh, Chris Harrington coming up next, then Fish on Friday on Tuesday. Two other topics I wanted to get into. Uh, Jokic obviously going to the NBA Finals. That's cool. Where were you on the Jokic Embiid MVP thing? It, it, it was weird. I think I was pretty torn this year. In the past, I've kind of been a Jokic guy. But this year, I was much more sympathetic to the Embiid thing. I think there were kind of the main argument you saw was throwing around is like it doesn't feel right for Jokic to win three straight over Embiid when in reality they've been like neck and neck. Which some people, like it's kind of a divisive argument because some people look at that as you saying like you think Jokic is better, but you're not going to vote for him, which like doesn't, Maybe it seems a little weird, but I think what, what it really is is you're kind of pricing in the uncertainty. Like, you're looking at it and you're saying, like, I'm not confident that Jokic is so much better than Embiid that he should win three straight over him. Like, like that's, you're wildly better than the other player if you win three MVPs and they have zero. Or at least that's what it looks like. And so you're kind of saying, like, this guy's every bit as good. He's having a fantastic season. You know, I do think he's a deserving player, and I'm not sure Jokic is a three-times MVP. Last three, three times, times last three-time MVP was who? Last get three straight was Larry Bird, and I'm pretty sure it's just Wilt, Bill Russell, and Larry Bird. And, like, when Giannis was up for his third straight, he, like, barely, just didn't get considered. People just looked at it and said, like, 
Yeah, sorry. You know, if you if you want to win three straight, you have to be. How did extra. LeBron never win three straight? Well, I so he won obviously two straight his last two years in Cleveland. The first stint, then he goes to Miami, 2011. Obviously, his like popularity is is basically. Oh, you know, a it's tank. a super team thing. You yeah. go to a super team, you can't win the MVP. Like Steph too won two straight, and then in 2017 didn't even you know didn't get serious consideration because they got Kevin Durant. Like he finished behind Isaiah Thomas. Um, cause, because of the super team thing. And then LeBron wins two straight again, 12, 13, 14, loses to a fantastic Kevin Durant season, um, you know. All right, finally, uh, it seems to me that, that, that watching Denver is a, it's a endorsement of patience. It's their fifth straight year in the playoffs. Some years it works out, some years it doesn't. It's like, honestly, what you were talking about before. Like, you have the Bills, who are pretty good. You got the they're your team. You got the Grizzlies who are pretty good. You got Duke is pretty good. Just be competitive, and someday your your ship will come in. Although the, the Bills ship has not come in. But someday the ship will come in. It argues for patience. And yet here we have the Celtics tonight. Could be swept. And while I believe in the virtues of patience, not if fundamentally it the core doesn't work. And I guess my question for you is, do you think the Tatum... Brown core works. Um, I think it works in that they're two fantastic players. When you have that much talent, it's going to be effective. Like I think they've gotten comped a lot to like the Kawhi Leonard, Paul George thing, where you just have these two fantastic players. And because they're so fantastic, you don't even have to worry about the fit that much. But if we want to talk about like you have, you know, Jason Tatum, who's a clear top 10 player in the NBA, you know, finished top five in MVP voting. Then you have Jalen Brown, who's someone who like, did make it on the A team. I'm maybe not the biggest fan of him, but he is a clear cut all star, you know, scored like 27, 26 points a game this year. Fantastic player. Um, are you maybe not getting as much as you would if you had, you know, two players who didn't play the exact same position? Um, like, probably. Like, two score first, you know, wings who literally play the same position probably isn't a, a perfect fit. And I do think there's times, particularly with Jalen Brown, where it looks like, you know, what is his role on this team? Like he, against the Heat in particular, he kind of struggled to do things with the ball in his hand. And it definitely looked like, okay, we got to make sure, you know, if the Celtics want to score, they're going to have to run it through Tatum. And then it's like, is, is Brown just a spot-up shooter? You know, because their two-man game doesn't really work because you can just switch it. Because there's no mismatch because they're both being guarded by the two best wing defenders. Um and so I do think, like, he's a guy who you're looking at it like he's about to get a super max. Um, and I do think you question, like, is this really – do we want Why don't to you love him? Why don't you love Jalen Brown? I think he's a ball stopper. Like, he's I, – I just – if your primary scale is scoring um, and you're not – like, he's efficient, but he's not ultra-efficient. He's not like Kevin Durant or Dirk Nowitzki, and he's not a great passer. He consistently has more turnovers than assists. I think he is an overrated defensive player who, because he's toolsy, um, you know, gets, gets treated as if he's one of the best defensive players um, at his position, but in reality is good, but not exceptional. Like, I'd rather have Dylan Brooks defensively. Um, and so I just don't think, you know, the bar is, like, people talk about him like an all-NBA guy. You know, is he better than, you know, John Morant? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.